Hey universe, my voice is cracking. Think I'm going through puberty again? Well, I hope not. <clears throat> Being mistaken for my mom on the phone as a boy was no problem. But having my voice change from being mistaken for my mom to being mistaken for an alien, that part was no fun. Alright. <clears throat> Shall we speak in falsetto? No? Then on to the deep voice mechanics we go. Hello, universe. Uh, obviously, we waked and baked today. Uh, okay, so in my estimation, wake and bake means that you literally haven't really gotten out of bed. Maybe you peed, because, let's face it, that can be the urgentest call of all. But other than that, no. You didn't get up, order coffee, have it delivered to your bedroom window, tip the guy, and then decide to wake and bake. No, you just ordered coffee and had it delivered. You've, you've already interacted with humanity. You, you haven't waked and baked. No, you literally have to roll over Maybe put some socks on because your feet got cold in the night. I mean, there are some things that I would consider not activities that draw a line between having woken and boken. Right? Exactly. But whatever that line is, I know we didn't cross it today because we are baked. And as you can tell, we are awake. Okay, we're not including the dog in that group because she is definitely not awake. And the cat looks like she could doze off in a minute, so... I'm awake, and it's all about me, so do we care beyond that? No. Well, the CIA probably cares beyond that, but, well, do they even care beyond that? I mean, what do I have that's of interest to the CIA? What, my video game collection? No, they've got their own, and it's sweet. No, have you ever played a CIA video game? Oh, they're the best. My favorite? Uh, create civil unrest in Banana Belt region? Oh, if you have not played that video game, you have got to try it. I think, in fact, you might even be able to play that one in America now. You know who does not wake and bake? The CIA, duh! Of course, they've been up all night on meth, so... It's more like they want to... When they see the sunrise, and they have a joint in their car, and they go smoke that joint, it's simply to encourage enough appetite that they'll feel like maybe having some hash browns after all the meth. Right? Isn't that what the CIA does? That is not wake and bake. It just doesn't qualify. Okay, CIA, you know I'm kidding, right? Like, I, I just I just find you to be the easy sort of uh, big brother uh, substitute of the 21st century. So, only laughing with you, am I? Not at you. You don't laugh at the CIA. There is no such thing. But with the CIA... In unison with the CIA, in cooperation with the CIA, in conjunction with the CIA, with the support of the CIA, with the approval of the CIA, with the full understanding that the CIA knows what the fuck I'm up to? Well, yeah, we're all doing that. Because if the CIA don't like what you're up to, well, you'll probably end up dying from some form of rare cancer. Or you could be the guy that kills himself by shooting himself twice in the head. That guy, he's probably CIA too. So what I'm saying is if for some reason I die of breast cancer or kill myself by shooting myself twice, well, I'm probably a bad shot, I'll admit, but come on. Really? I want you all at that point to think it was probably somebody like or even possibly containing agents from former units 
of America's Central Intelligence Agency. Okay. I think I should stop talking to the CIA at this point. Because I'm not really sure I'm in control of what I'm thinking and talking about. And with the CIA, that's a bad frame of mind in which to engage. So, CIA, official disengagement, now. <sighs> okay. What I get on to talk about then? Oh, I know what. Uh, I did a little drill down on my geography of downloads in the universe. And uh, there are seven states, according to RSS.com's dashboard statistics, that have not yet downloaded my podcast. Now, caveat, major one. I have 610 unassigned downloads in the United States, which I think are all Spotify. I don't know, but it seems like it. Um, and so this could be a list of seven states that because of Spotify, I don't know, have downloaded the episode, but let's just go with the fact that eh, when you hear the seven states, you're going to be like, yep, those would be the seven. So we're going to get into that. But the reason that I want to talk about these seven states is because I've been to all but one of them and I've been to all but two states. So the, the two that you haven't been to as well. Um, and I do regret that I never got to either of those states while I had readily available access on cheap airlines while living in both Seattle and Portland. I fucked up. I should have gone to both. But I didn't, so I've never been to either. But I've been to the other five on my list, and frankly, two of them, what the fuck, man? But two of them, yeah, obviously. And then there's the three that I suppose always get lumped together as being the states of the least interest. Right, Wyoming? I mean, you are the butt of all Senate jokes. Seriously, why do you have two senators? You're not even, you don't have as many people as Denver. Seriously. Okay, but if we're going to start with the worst, wait, do I want to start here? Because I also wanted to talk about what sucks about being in your 20s. And is hard to nail down that it is elusively contaminating your mental framework and probably emotional state of being. All through your 20s. At least it did to me. So I wanted to talk about that too. And of course, how can I not talk about all the shit that's going to annoy you if it hasn't already? Starting with all the shit. The cursing. The swear words. The disregard for what other people would consider language too colorful for the public consumption. No. I think of you as adults colorful enough for all consumption. And if I'm going to eat you, I'm going to eat you with the sort of descriptive language that describes the experience perfectly. <clears throat> for the first time, I told somebody yesterday why I stopped eating meat who wasn't in my family. I might be the craziest non-meating eat eater on the planet. But everything on this show is about me. Me, 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 off key and off, uh, out of key, off key, all of the above. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't muffle that which is coming out of my mouth. And since I've only eradicated two words from speech entirely and probably a hundred words from speech personally, uh, I'm willing to use almost every word in the English language including incorrectly, inappropriately, and substituted for another word that I meant instead. I'm willing to make every grammatical and verbiage mistake you can make. So suck it up. You try to just record with no edit button for a year. See what comes out of your mouth. 
Watch, you'll be surprised. But I won't be surprised that it's all me, all me, all me. With the occasional incursion of the delusional schizophrenic known as Lily Mae Eaton. That's her real name, so don't go fuck with Lily, or I'll fuck with you. That is not cool. Lily is somebody who walked in my back door in the midst of a delusional episode. Now, Lily's also one hell of a scammer. So, uh, could Lily have been sizing me up as a mark? Yes, absolutely. I won't put it past her. But there's no question Lily is also a delusional schizophrenic. When she's on her medication, she is a lot closer to the norm of what civilizational people and their behavior are expected to be to look like than when she is not. When she's not, she's tough to be with. When she's not and she's high on other drugs, she's impossible to be with. And uh, so <clears throat> she's also been on the podcast. She has a place in my life that is sort of uh, guardian angel slash arch nemesis, somewhere on that fine line. And uh, because of that, she will be a presence in my life forever. But I fear that much like the oh-so-wonderful actor, uh, uh, why can't I think of his name? Uh, Keaton, Michael Keaton. Like his role, or his movie, Multiplicity, I kind of feel like Lily could be the 5% of my soul that was supposed to stay back while the rest of the soul was split up and incarnating in various timelines of Earth to experience the event in a unique, panoramic, encircling of life. And somehow she snuck through the filter. And because she did that, she's being penalized here. Well, okay, you explain delusional schizophrenia. You think that I'm all fucking far off. Trust me, I'm not. It's a spooky-ass, weird fucking phenomenon. And the reason I didn't just kick her out or call the police, and call the police was never an option. I don't want to even pretend that it was. I would never call the police on somebody that's challenging because of themselves to themselves. Um, even if I felt threatened, to be honest. I'm not ever going to feel that threatened. Jesus. Swing a gun at me. What's worse you can do? Shoot me. Well... If we didn't want to get shot, we should never have invented guns, right? But my point is, I'm very much a consequentialist. The consequences of what we have invited onto this planet by our actions previously and in the, the real moment we call now, well, they lead to people undeservedly getting shot in the face. And... When Little Lily walked in my back door, I honestly thought I was being pranked by some pretty clever people I knew. And this would have been off the clever charts in the realm of still the best thing anybody had ever done to prank me. So I guess do I give that title now to you, O Universe, for pranking me like this? Perhaps, perhaps you're the ultimate clown in the whole scenario. But after, and, and it never goes past five minutes if... When I ask her uh, how old she is, she says, well, my birthday is March 29th, 1989, which is a birthday that's of significance to me. And I think, and, and is the birthday of one of the people I think is pulling the prank. 
So I think this is my first clue that I'm being pranked, that I've figured something out. She's supposed to tell me this because now I know it's a joke. Well, no, she just coincidentally has the same fucking birthday as my friend. I mean, exactly. They are exactly the same age. They were born on the same fucking day. Yeah. So with... <coughs> okay. Obviously, I have not gone through my pregame checklist to go get my beverage. That part we forgot. But we're now more waked and baked. So, with this piece of space-time continuum coincidence, which is a huge fucking coincidence, by the way. I don't even know anybody born on my birthday from my entire life. Never met anybody born on my birthday. And here is a friend and a delusional schizophrenic in the midst of a delusion with identical birthdays that I think I'm being pranked by. Well, 12 years, or 12, six years later, the prank is still on in full-fledged. Do I believe that I did this with my life? Kind of routine. Well, Lily's in jail. Uh, I've gotten to know Lily's grandma in the meantime. Her grandma is the sweetest cup of custard you've ever met. And uh, it's... It feels like Lily shows me all the ways that duplicitous behavior doesn't just hurt your situation in immediate orbit, it hurts you. And how the counteraction to that, living as your true self at all times, is the ultimate salve on what has always felt like a body that's burned from too much exposure. There is not too much exposure of the truth. There can't be anything such. It is such a comfortable hammock to lay, lay, lay in. Do you lay in a hammock or you lie in one? <gasps> I don't know. I think you lie in a hammock. I don't know. Oh, you lie down. Do you lie in a hammock? I, uh, why'd I pick hammock? My grammar isn't worthy of hammock. But let's say I lie down in a hammock. That fully supportive body wrap that is just the swinging tension between the trees that feels almost simple in its comfort. Well, I've never seen Lily have a single moment like that. Even when she's medicated, you can see that she knows she's being corralled. And is that for her own good? I don't know. I really don't. How could it be? But then our society can't accommodate her in her natural form. She's too abrasive. She's too forthright. She's too antagonistic. Lily is the hardest human being I've ever had to know. And I've given up on almost everybody I've ever known who had provided my world enriching moments of meaning. Of which Lily's provided me almost none. But she's made me look inside myself, rediscover myself, and understand myself with the sort of renewed purpose that makes my fight for Lily's better day one I can't give up on. If Lily could just understand that she's her own worst enemy, maybe 
she could start to adjust her behaviors to work more comfortably toward an outcome she can agree to. You can remove Lily from that sentence and put my name in there, and it's pretty damn fair. So I know what Lily represents to me. She's the cosmic consequence of comeuppance that my karmic evaluation here on Earth necessitated manifest right outside my back door. I know that sounds like gobbledygook to all of you. And it's a little gobbledygooky. But I'm tingling like a motherfucker as I say these things. I know they're right. Why? Who knows? I'm not here to figure out the whys anymore. I'm just here to adjust to the hows they are's and the what's they're going to be's in ways that don't make me feel like I'm not myself. So, Wyoming, I believe you're the distraction that started this whole thing. Am I surprised nobody in Wyoming has downloaded anything that I've uploaded? No, of course not. For one, they are small in terms of number of people. I've been to Wyoming. Wyoming is a fantastic place to, to spend time outdoors. Uh, there's There are very few places more breathtaking than the Grand Tetons. Hell, the whole uh, Yosemite... If you haven't seen Yosemite, you really owe it to yourself to see it before it turns into one huge hole in the continent. And if you haven't seen uh, Jackson, Wyoming, if you haven't skied Jackson as a skier, you owe yourself that. Uh, the only thing you don't want to go to Wyoming for is the people. There's nobody there to go see. Go see the earth. Much like another state... Oh, and because I want you to know a little bit about all these places, if you don't know the capital of Wyoming, well, it's Cheyenne. Cheyenne is just north of the Colorado border. You can get there on I-25. It's rather quick. In fact, what Wyoming really is, is a place to go buy illegal fireworks that you can't set off in Colorado. But you can jerk set them off in Wyoming because nobody's there. There are approximately, how many people live in Wyoming? 500 and some thousand, I think. Clicking over to Wyoming, there are 578,803 people there right now, according to the 2021 something or other, I'm going to guess, census. You know, I didn't participate in the census last time. I still feel really guilty about that. Okay, so there's one more person in America than they think. But, uh, or maybe maybe at least two. Uh, and it, That is a fight Lily and I got into that I forgot all about now. Till I just realized why I didn't actually complete the census. Huh. Okay. Well, <clears throat> back to reality. So Wyoming has yet to download any of my recordings. Okay. I can live with that. Wyoming sucks anyway. I mean, for podcasting. Now, the next state, and should we do this in reverse uh, alphabetical order? Since I started with Wyoming. Seems fair. Uh, so Vermont. Fuck you, Vermont. Seriously. I used to live 29 miles from Vermont in a little place called Ringe, New Hampshire. New Hampshire's downloaded me, but Vermont has not. And Vermont has some of the coolest people you've ever met. And while the state's not all that engaging, although it does have, uh, it does have Killington, and it has uh, Stowe. I mean, Vermont has what the East Coast thinks of as like skiing, and it's just shit compared to anything you've done in the Rockies. So, I don't recommend you go to Vermont to go skiing, if you've ever skied anywhere else on the planet. Uh, <clears throat> but, you do go to Vermont, because the people are fucking awesome. 
from Keene all the way north to, well, I don't know about up there in Dartmouth territory. Wait, Dartmouth's in New Hampshire. What's the one in, is it Middlebury over in Vermont? I don't remember. But I've been up there for some golf tournaments. I've been around that northern part. Uh, it's scenic. It's pretty. The people are still cool. But Vermont's all about cool people. So Vermont's the first of the seven states that I think, God damn it, Vermont. I like you. I liked you a lot. I liked you way more than New Hampshire. And I lived in New Hampshire. So Wyoming and Vermont. I'm not all that surprised by either one. Let down a little bit by you. Yes, I am, Vermont. But compared to the next one, which I just don't care about because I've only been here once and I did the whole touristy things. We drove through South Dakota on a trip from the East Coast to the West Coast when I moved to Portland. And uh, South Dakota was awesome. We got, we got treated to two enormous lightning storms on this trip. One was above Salt Lake City. And that is still one of the most dazzling things I have ever witnessed. But the other was a rolling storm of blackness in the black, in the, uh, uh, what do they call the mountains or not the Black Hills, right? Yeah. In the Black Hills of South Dakota. No, the Badlands. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Aren't they the same? Oh, oh, fuck. Getting old sucks. We were driving. We were literally driving to get to uh, the, the monument, Mount Rushmore. And we're, I don't know, we had six hours or something planned for this particular route. And we spent the night camping. One, because we got caught in such a downpour of a torrent that we had to pull off the road. But two, and we pulled off the road in just the coolest little spot. It was this wooded area with a single gas station that was a log fucking house, almost. I mean, it was the coolest thing, and they had rooms for rent. And so we ended up spending the night in South Dakota before we even got to Mount Rushmore, which we had planned to see Mount Rushmore, then find a place to stay, and then drive down through Wyoming and blah, 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 blah. But we ended up staying the night in the Badlands because of this storm. And this storm was one of those, I've seen one other storm like it in Kansas. Just one of those storms that was constantly on your horizon, affecting your current, but the worst of it was always right over there. And it was never coming toward us, but we could always tell that there was there was even worse activity over there. And that's where all the, the fireworks were. Anyway, so South Dakota. Oh, and here's another thing. I forgot to tell you, Mount Pillar is the capital of Vermont. Uh, that's the easy one to always forget. But Pierre, South Dakota, you'll note there are five, arguably six, and the sixth one's even on the list, now that I think about it. But there are five clear examples of capitals that are French. And since Louisiana is not on my list, Baton Rouge, we will not be, uh, we will not be uh, including. And what's the other one that we're not going to include? Uh, shit, it'll have to come to me because I don't want to blow the one that's still available. And, <coughs> pardon me, the sixth arguably one that could be, I just don't know if we are butchering it with American presentation or not, uh, is, is, um, is coming up three from now. So, on for South Dakota. That's the first three. The next one, well, its capital is Helena. Wait, did I say the capital of uh, of South Dakota? Capital of South Dakota is Pierre. Capital of Mont- or capital of Vermont's Montpelier, and capital of Wyoming Cheyenne. 
And in, uh, in South Dakota, there are 1.9 million, oh, sorry, there are 895,000 people, 376 stragglers to go with those 895,000. So South Dakota's worth at least driving through for sure. Um, and I would imagine, uh, is depending on politics. I don't know anything about their politics. I think they're fairly right wing, but, uh, that could be wrong. I don't know. I'm going to stop talking like I know anything about South Dakota because I've been through it once and I was dazzled by my experience. So next in the reverse, uh, alphabetical, uh, alignment of these states, Montana, where there's 1.104 million people as of 2021. Montana's huge, huge. And do you know how I've been to Montana? I cheat. I snuck in there when I was in Idaho so that I could count it as a state I've been to. I've never driven across Montana. And some friends of mine have. I mean, I know this is an endurance run. So I want to get to Montana, especially for some fishing. But I don't want to get to Montana uh, just to do it because it's the one state that I truly feel like I've cheated when I say I've been to all 48 continental states because my only trip to Montana was because I was close enough in Idaho to cross the border. So am I surprised Montana's not listening to me? No. With that level of disrespect? Fuck no. Okay. So that's four of them. Next on the list. Is this next? Yes. So next on the list, I'm a little bummed at you, especially because I had such a great girlfriend from you, but Maine, Maine, oh Maine. Uh, and remember, you go to Maine for government, you go to uh, Georgia for golf. So what's the capital of Maine? Augusta. Um, Maine has 1.372 million people as of 2021. It's got Susan Collins, so it's got that problem. Um, and I don't know. Maine's quirky. I've been to the whole Ella Bean shit when I was in New Hampshire. I spent my, I, I've been to Ogunquit like three times with three different girlfriends. Um, and Maine is beautiful. Maine is the hardy coast of clam chowder. You know what I mean? And, uh, and lives up to the reputation. It is wet, cold, and hearty. But it's also a great place to go to bed and breakfast and have a lot of sex with fucking girlfriends. So that's what I think of Maine as. A great place to go have sex with your girlfriend. Okay. Um, do we get the people? Yeah, 1.372 million. And the capital is Augusta. Hello, duh. Obviously. And uh, does Maine contain the northernmost point in America? I'm pretty sure it does. So that's another... Point of interest of Maine. Hey, look, Ogunquit made the little Google display. Ha! Probably listening to me and inserted it just now behind my back, did you say? Okay. Um, if you ever want to take a girlfriend to an impressive little bed and breakfast, find one in Ogunquit. They all qualify. Uh, okay. Now, uh, where was I going to go next? Oh, in the lighthouses. There are really cool lighthouses in Maine. That's another thing that, cliche though it is, like coming to Colorado and going skiing and snowboarding, Still, yeah, what else are you going to do? It's fucking fun. Go see the lighthouses. They're neat. Okay. Hey, and Maine, just noticing in the news, Maine man facing charges after taking joyride on an airport tarmac. Okay, maybe the people in Maine are better than I thought. Okay. 
So, next in reverse order, and we've only got two left, because that's our fifth state that hasn't downloaded me. Well, the next one, yeah, I'm a little surprised, but not all that surprised, because if there's ever a state in the Union that you think you got a handle on when you don't, it's this one. Idaho. Yeah, Idaho. Capital? Boise. Now, is that French? Do they mean Bois? I know Bois is B-U-O-I-S, but... That Boise has always looked a little Frenchy to me. So, could they be Frenchy? Yes, they could be. Helena could be Frenchy for all I know. Hell, Augusta could be Frenchy. But I'm saying, clearly, oh, I know clearly the fifth state that's not uh, on my list. Des Moines, right? Baton Rouge, Des Moines, Pierre, Montpelier, and the fifth one. And possibly, moi, Boise. 1.901 1.901 million, making this the most populated state that hasn't downloaded me. And I've been to Coeur d'Alene. And because I was in uh, driving in western Maine, or eastern Maine, I'm sorry, I snuck into Montana and cheated my game. Sorry, Montana, but really, when else am I going to be in Montana? So, yeah. Maine's, or Idaho's beautiful. Coeur d'Alene. Okay, speaking of bed and breakfast, 26 years old, we go to Coeur d'Alene, we get snowbound in our resort. There's no getting out. They dug out the ice skating rink just to give us something to fucking do. There was so much snow in Coeur d'Alene, they couldn't get the, the snow cats out. We had to wait for the snow to melt. And fortunately it did on the day that our uh, our flight back to Portland was happening. But we spent three days basically in bed. So... I would say go to Ogunquit first, but if you have to back it up with Coeur d'Alene, you won't be disappointed. That's another good bed, bed and breakfast spot. Okay, that leaves the last one, so I better pause and have a pay homage to the final candidate, Bunghit, or whatever you want to call it. Okay, so while we wait, the one other state I haven't been to, obviously, is Hawaii, like everybody. But Hawaii, there used to be eight states on this list, and until three days ago... Hawaii now no longer counts. But it does count on a state I've never been to. So, yeah, I've never been to Hawaii. And I really, really want to go. And I really screwed up by not going. So, damn me. Damn me. Damn me. Okay, we caught the Pineapple Express, so we are moving fast now. Woo! Stuff usually makes me cough like a guy. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, like that. Woo! Okay. So, yeah, fucked up not getting to Hawaii. When I first got to Oregon, Portland, um, there were, oops, hold on, and this would have been summer of 92, so most of you listening weren't even born, but because you weren't born and trying to get on planes in Oregon, the plane fare from Oregon to Honolulu, like three times a year, maybe four, and I had lots of friends who fucking did this, and I never did, but the plane fare would just drop to 199 round trip, and Normally, it sat around five, six hundred bucks, but whatever off-season rates these were that they made available to the coastal cities, you could get the same rate from Tacoma, Seattle, whatever. Um, the the rate would just be a flat one ninety nine, and everything about being on Hawaii is expensive, but you can go there and live in the national parks pretty easily. In fact, that's what most of my friends did that took advantage of this. Some would take advantage of the airfare and go spend their time in the hotels, but most would go camping. 
And especially on that one island that's all national park, that's the rainforest. And I, and see, most of the friends I had at that time were pretty hardcore. And if they were going to go, they were going to go for that experience. And being a Colorado boy, getting to Oregon was already like being in the fucking rainforest because of so much goddamn water falling out of the sky there. And, uh, and I didn't understand that the tropical jungle, the tropical rainforest was an experience unlike anything I'd ever experienced in terms of precipitation. And so I had to just basically say I was a pussy here. Had every chance to do this more than once with similar groups, if not the same group of people. And just backed out. Didn't 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 pursue it enough to fucking get it done. And then the other thing that you could do from the Northwest about once or twice a year, and it was always in the fucking months you didn't want to go, was get to Alaska. And Juneau and Anchorage trips would be 179, 199, same kind of thing. The thing about going to Alaska is motels were also fucking cheap. Like, this was a cheap trip. You could do Alaska for 500 bucks and do it pretty well for a week. But I never did that either. And frankly, you know why I didn't do it? Because my girlfriend at the time was a huge Northern Exposure fan. I fucking hated that show. I didn't hate it. I mean, it was just so overrated. There was nothing about that show that was... Oh, wait, I should pause since I'm going to the bathroom. Woo! It's a chilly one today! Man, it's cold out there. Okay. So, alright, first of all, obviously capital of Alaska is Juneau. Not obviously, but that's the Frenchie between Juneau and Anchorage. Or Anchorage. Uh, but did I also say Des Moines? Because that's the fifth one. Des Moines? Yeah. Um, those five, Baton Rouge, Des Moines, Pierre, Montpelier, and Juneau, have always struck me as, well, the French must have named those cities before we got here. Or somebody else. Because who would name cities Frenchy cities and then make them capitals? Right, Boise? Or Bois? Um, so, of all of my states that haven't downloaded me, Three of the five main Frenchy capitals are in those states. Coincidence? Or is all my French hatred coming through? Oui. I don't hate the French. I respect the French. As a matter of fact, if I had to switch identities right now to a different nationality, it would be between French and Cambodian. Are Cambodians still around? Cambodians? What is it now? Okay. French and Indian. American Indian. Native American. Wait, Sioux? Yes. Wait, were they French? Pause. Okay, so back to Alaska. Okay. Uh, Alaska does have Sarah Palin. That's a definite bruised eye. But um, they're kind of proud of that, which is also a bruise the other eye. Whatever it is, Alaska, I can guarantee you, are not my kind of people. Except in the running from the law part. That part were, were kindred spirits. But other than that, no. Alaska, I want to pretend I'm hardy enough. I'm frontiersman enough. I'm fucking tough enough for Alaska. But in some ways, we just have to realize who we are, right? Got to get comfortable in our own skin. And you know where my skin's not going to be very comfortable? Anywhere in fucking Alaska. So am I surprised Alaska hasn't downloaded me? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, man. Why not, man? Come on, Alaska. I got some irreverent shit here that 
you know, much like Northern Exposure, with the right crowd, can be charming. Okay, I think we've beaten that horse to death. And then hit it again with a golf club, because why not? Um, having really grossed even myself out, uh, should we move on? Why the 20s are a challenging decade? Hmm. To me, the 20s, and it starts in your late teens, don't get me wrong, so let's not be so narrow-minded as to say it's these 10 years and these 10 alone. But in your 20s, you're getting shit done. Personally. You're buying your first house, potentially. You're owning your first car. You've got your first real wrong on a career step that you recognize. You're making moves. You're rounding out life. You don't know how to cook pasta worth of shit? Fuck, man. Take that community college class on northern Italian food preparation and all of a sudden you're a wizard with a goddamn pasta maker. You just start knocking shit off your list. Shit you want to get done. Skydiving, right? Whatever it might be. And it feels fucking awesome. The parts of you that are growing into something better, it really does almost feel like an emergence, a cocoon of some chrysalis about to show the world what it's all about. So why can't you get that nagging feeling to go away? That you're not measuring up. That you haven't, that maybe you missed a step you should have taken. Maybe you talked yourself out of something a little too easily. Maybe you are a little more afraid of things in the world than you knew. But you never feel settled in your 20s. Doesn't matter what you achieve. You'll feel incomplete. Well, you're driven into that situation by vectors coming at you that you can't even recognize for another decade, at least probably two. And yeah, that's like, if you don't believe in a soul, you won't even know what one is. But if you believe in a soul, you'll know you have one. Ah, yuck. Don't tell people in their 20s they can't be wise enough to understand something for 20 more years. What the fuck? Bullshit. But it's true. And I never tell you how to live your life. I just tell you these are some things that don't be surprised that they don't go away, regardless of what you do. You don't get to eradicate the gnawing uncertainty that you're incomplete. The worst of it is when you get married to somebody, somebody you're fucking in love with, and the completion isn't there. Well, the truth of it is, you're not supposed to be complete. Getting married isn't supposed to complete you. And though for money it does, having kids is no guarantee to be completed either. So if you're totally lost and feel like you've done everything right and you sit here alone and unsure that anything you're doing 
has any purpose whatsoever? It does. It does. It all does. And it all makes a lot more sense 20 years from now. Yeah, that's bullshit. But fuck you, man. You're in your 20s. You got the best 20 years of your life coming up. Wisdom is earned and cherished. But youth? Youth's where it's at. <laughs>